dedicated to George R.R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire book series. Listeners, you have no idea how many times in that short segment that Matt personally attacked me. He cut me deep just now. And the HBO Game of Thrones franchises. Holly, uh, your chance to get back at me for all those times that I've treated you bad. I hope whoever the composer is, they use a piano a lot. In the music. (laughs) (laughs) Get him. (laughs) Oh, you got me. You got Mm -hmm. me. I hated the piano in Game of Thrones. You're listening to Before the Dragon. Don't tell me what to do. Do, 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 do. Hello there, everybody. Today we're going to be taking a look at some of the first music that's been released by Water Tower Music. And this is in regards to Ramin Javadi's score for House of the Dragon. So the title of this piece is the prince that was promised which you know that kind of seems like a title that would be for a song of ice and fire proper regarding Jon snow right as we know from game of thrones however you have to understand that in this time period it was essential to have a male heir as well uh for the targaryens in order to continue on the line there's already been a lot of discussion among those in the realm as to whether Rhaenys should have been made queen. Instead, she was passed over and the throne was given to Viserys. And so Viserys essentially needs a male heir, but because he doesn't have one, then he's forced to choose between Daemon, his brother, or his daughter, Rhaenyra. And he doesn't want to make that choice, as we've seen in the trailers. So let's hear what this piece of music has to offer us. Right away, it's piano. Holly will be happy. She got a revenge on me. Sounds kind of young and the restless-ish. Oh, melody. Mixture of major and minor sounds. We'll get to that at the end. Lots of tonal clusters. Now that chord is more distinguished. goes to a relative major, which this does, and back to the minor. Ooh, love that cello sound. mean sound.
now kind of an interlude building here vocal sounds ah that's the Game of Thrones main theme melody there A nice change of harmony, different from what we're used to hearing from Game of Thrones. Even more different kinds of harmony happening there. That may be the same instrument that we heard in Love in the Eyes in the first season of Game of Thrones. Very much has that Danny kind of feel, which makes you remember the Targaryens. And now the main melody being restated by the full orchestra. Love it. And obviously, the old motif that we all know and love from the main theme at the end, Ramin used that 10 billion times to end episodes or to end scenes or whatever. So that just lets you know that we're still in this same universe. That's why he used a little bit of reference to the melody in the center there as well. Although I loved the new harmonies that he applied to it. What he did was he created harmonies that imply a need to go somewhere, a need to grow, a need to resolve, which isn't generally present in that main theme section. And what it does is it creates a sense of anticipation, a sense of tension. Additionally, at the beginning, there's tension with the, I mentioned them, the tonal clusters, where you take a whole bunch of notes that normally would be spread out in a chord, but you put them all kind of in the center and spread out the top and the bottom, and it creates a feeling of tension as well. The timbres were beautiful. As I mentioned, the cello is just the way that Ramin uses a cello, and whoever it is that performs that for him is absolutely amazing. That timbre, that sound is so unique to Ramin's sound. And you do hear it across a lot of the franchises that he does work for. Definitely heard it in Westworld as well. That kind of, it's, it feels full, but it also feels like it's hollow on the inside. It's this great longing sound. And I, I suspect that it's partially due to the wood of the instrument itself and also the way that it is bowed, the way that the bow is held uh, probably helps produce that timbre as well. Now, 
I can't remember the name of the instrument. It's an Eastern instrument that was used for a lot of Danny stuff in season one. Uh, but you definitely hear that same instrument being used right after the main Game of Thrones theme is played vocally with the new, new harmonies. Um, that's definitely an allusion to Danny, probably more specifically to the Targaryen family in general. Uh, but it was the first kind of timbre that was used in order to associate with Danny, especially in season one. Uh, I always kind of associated it more with Drogo than I did with Danny. Uh, but here, obviously, Ramin is taking this and he's saying, no, this is a Targaryen thing. As for the melodic shape, there's a lot of noodling around. There's like uh, this just little splashes of movement that keep it exciting but there's also these long pauses meaning that um things will be tense in this show and there are going to be sporadic actions and whatever uh, but this makes these kind of melodic rhythmic statements tend to me to lean more towards an emphasis on character and an emphasis on the importance of dialogue. It almost feels like the melody is talking to you. I know I'm probably talking in a way that seems crazy to you, but I absolutely love when music speaks. And I mean, actually literally speaks to you in almost a, a, the phrases sound like talking in a way. And yet the melody is so beautiful. And because it doesn't move up or down that much, the shape itself stays right within a certain range. Um, that helps to create tension too, because, and it helps to create the talking effect because we typically don't change our voices that much when we talk, no matter how fast or slow that we're talking. But nonetheless, what melodically speaking, that helps to create tension because it's like, well, it's got to go somewhere. And then in that third phrase where it bounces between a, a minor, which sounds kind of like a dark, sad. That's what minor sound usually is. And a lot of this is in the minor key. But that last phrase uh, kind of resolves to a major sound for just an instant you hear it. And it goes up to the seventh and everything. I suspect that he's using a half whole scale there. Don't worry about these names and everything because I understand that you don't really care about that. I just love to identify them uh, so that I can understand them as a musician. But it feels like he's using some kind of half whole scale, which tends to create a feeling of ambiguousness, ambiguity, because it has both the major and the minor third note in it. Even though they function differently, um, it can resolve to either place. The melody can resolve to either place. And that way, there's an ambiguity. Just because someone looks good on the outside doesn't mean that they're good on the inside. Just because someone looks bad on the outside doesn't mean that they're all bad on the inside. And that's kind of one of the big crusts of this particular show i think is what we're going to see is uh yes this character did horrible things but they also did these wonderful things and that's kind of all of george's characters in his story so i'm glad that uh ramin is kind of paying tribute to that musically speaking as well 
And uh, I don't know if you have any further questions about this. Let's let's talk about it. You can tweet to at Litter B, the number four, the Dragon Pod on Twitter. You can send emails to Matt's audio blog at gmail.com, M-A-T-T-S audio blog at gmail.com. You can leave comments on the website, Matt's audioblog.com, M-A-T-T-S audioblog.com. You can leave comments on our YouTube. Please subscribe to our YouTube. Just search for before. That's actually the word before the dragon podcast on YouTube and hit that subscribe button and join in the conversation there. Leave comments there. We definitely want to hear from you. We're going to be sharing all of your feedback all season long that house of the dragon reigns fire reigns in our lives for the next 10 weeks. This is Matt. Thanks for watching, listening, whatever you're doing. Take care. Tweet the podcast at the letter B, the number four, the dragon pod. Send emails to Matt's audio blog at gmail.com and find all back episodes and other information at mattsaudioblog.com.